Hey there, gorgeous, and welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where we talk all things marketing, business, and personal development. I'm your host, Haley Luckadoo, the marketing coach, motivational speaker, and Dr. Pepper lover with a mission to connect you with the most incredible women I can find and the tools you need to chase those crazy, audacious dreams of yours. So welcome to the club, Firestarter. Now let's turn that spark of an idea into a wildfire of success. The Females on Fire Summit is back. Our four-day virtual summit for women in business is kicking off our next round, February 21st through the 24th, and we want to see you there. With over 30 incredible speakers and sessions, live panels, a connection lounge, and of course, a virtual dance party, it's the best place to be if you're ready to take your big idea to the next level, stop playing small in your business, and really get ready to thrive. Grab your free ticket now at femalesonfiresummit.com. This round of the summit is sponsored by The Legalpreneur, your go-to legal membership that gives you all access to a lawyer, less legal fees, and peace of mind that your business is covered. We are so honored to have them on board for the summit. To find out more about The Legalpreneur or to grab your free summit ticket, head over to femalesonfiresummit.com right now, and I hope we will see you at the summit on February 21st. Welcome back, Firestarters, to another Fire Fridays. I don't know about you, but I'm just really excited about 2022. It's already going by so fast, but... I'm loving it and I'm loving everything that is happening in my business. And I hope you feel the same. I hope you've got big things going on, fun things going on. Um, so today, this is an episode that I actually intended when I kind of wrote out the thought for the episode, I intended to do it at the end of 2021. So this was going to be more of a like, thinking back, reflecting back on the year kind of episode, but I didn't get to it. It didn't happen. And now I'm just sitting around. I'm thinking they still need this information. It still applies even, you know, at the beginning of a year in quarter one. So I'm doing the episode anyway, and we're just throwing caution to the wind over here. And we have no rules. There are no rules here. Uh, so what I want to talk about is how to assess if your business is actually doing well. Okay. And I know that seems really odd because you're like, well, it either is or it isn't. Haley, I'm making money or I'm not. But the reality is it gets a lot deeper than that, a lot more hands-on than that. And when you can really get into the weeds on these couple of things that I'm going to talk about, you'll really have a better understanding of if your business is doing well, if it is, why is it doing well? So you can definitely keep replicating that success. If it's not doing well, hopefully you can figure out why thanks to going through these steps and figuring out exactly what's working and what's not. So I'm going to talk about a couple of different things here. And 
Some of them are a little more broad and you're going to need to dig into a lot of pieces of it. Some of them are a little more specific and some of them are probably things that you wouldn't think actually contribute to your business doing well or not. Right. So I think I have like seven or eight things for you. Some of them may surprise you, but this is kind of a checklist that I like to run through really every month, but especially every quarter as I get into planning out goals, revenue, launches, content, all of those things. Um, And I really believe you should be planning all of those areas. I've done an episode on this in the past about how to actually really set great goals. I've done episodes on how to actually map out revenue planning. Um, We've done lots of episodes on content planning and content batching. So definitely go check those out if this is an area that you're not already planning and you need to start doing that. Because simply saying, I want to make a six-figure year or I want to hit, you know, $80,000 in my business or I want to post on Instagram every day this year, that's not going to get you there. You need real tangible plans and strategies and numbers in place to be able to actually hit those goals and hit those numbers and hit those milestones that you want to hit in your business. So you should be planning those things already. If you're not, get on it. Uh, Go listen to those other episodes first, then come back to this. But if you're doing that, if you're planning out goals, revenue launches, content, then how do you actually know if they're doing well? That's what we're going to look at today really quickly in this Fire Fridays. So the very first thing is take a look at your goals. This one's not surprising at all. Look at your goals, look at your revenue goals, look at the milestones that you're trying to hit in your business. What were your personal goals inside your business? Like, what does all of that look like? Have you hit those things or are you on your way to hitting those things? If not, why not? Let's assess why we're not moving toward that goal. Is it an issue of, You set that goal, but you haven't actually been working toward it. Is it an issue of something getting in the way and stopping you from hitting that goal? Is there, you know, another level that you need to achieve a certain person that you need to meet or a certain amount of clients that you need to start working with? Like, what do you actually need to hit that goal? Whether it's just a normal everyday kind of goal in your business, or it's a revenue goal or a launch goal, whatever it is. We need to be taking a look at our goals. Too many people are making the mistake of setting goals at the beginning of the year or planning out their revenue and saying, okay, I want to hit six figures this year, or I want to do this, or I want to do that. And then by the end of January, you know, there's that age old thing like, oh, by the end of January, you'll have quit on your goals. But even if you're sticking them out, If you're not looking back over them and you're not regularly checking in, then you're not going to get anywhere. Or at the very least, you're not going to know if you've gotten anywhere. So it does you absolutely no good. And this is a, this is a soapbox that I will get on over and over and over again. And I've done so in many goal planning related episodes in the past, because I see too many entrepreneurs making this mistake and not actually looking back over their goals. I really believe you should be checking in with these things every week, at the very least, every month. 
Um, and you should especially be sitting down every quarter to map out, do these goals need to pivot, change, you know, shift in any kind of way. So that's number one is look over your goals, your revenue goals, your launch goals, et cetera, and ask yourself, am I actually working toward this? Is, am I making progress in this direction? You don't have to have hit the goal yet. You just need to be moving in that direction and, and checking off some progress. So are you doing that? That's the first thing I want you to look at when you're assessing if your business is doing well. The second thing, and this is one of those that I said was really broad. So you're going to have to dig into a lot of pieces here, but look at your numbers. What is your money coming in versus money coming, money going out look like? What does that look like? What's the difference? Are you actually making more that you're spending? Um, what are your profit margins? Is your business actually profitable? This is a big, big problem for entrepreneurs. Too many of them are making great money, but they're spending a lot of money on programs and masterminds and subscriptions and all of this stuff that they think is going to make their business better. And they're not actually making a profit. And that's a big, big, big issue. You need to be profitable, especially if this business is going to be sustainable for you and sustainable long-term at that. So really digging into your numbers, what products or services or offers are actually doing really well and making you money, which ones are not, and why is that? Start digging into, okay, if these offers aren't making me money, should I drop them and, and put more of an effort into the offers that are making me money and getting customers over there? Or is there a way we need to shift the marketing strategy on these offers that aren't really working to make them start working? Like what needs to happen there? You've got to be looking at your numbers to know that information. And when you're really getting into these numbers and starting to see like if you're profitable and what those numbers really look like, it's so much easier to actually plan out revenue and plan out launches, just going back to number one. So much easier when you really know your numbers and you've really dug in a lot and figured out what's working, what's not, where those you know, shifts need to happen and where your money is actually coming from and not just where it's coming from, but where it's going. What are you spending the most money on? Is it subscriptions to help you run your business? And are those subscriptions actually things that you need or are there free alternatives? Are you even using those platforms at all? I know a lot of entrepreneurs that are paying for platforms that they're not even using. So really digging into those numbers over and over and over again, and making sure that the numbers are constantly charting in the direction of you making more, not necessarily spending less, but not definitely not spending more than you're making and that you're profitable, that your offers are profitable, that you know, what's working and you're focusing solely on those things that are actually bringing in money or making an impact doing the things that you want to do in your business. The next thing, consider your productivity. So this is one that I feel like not a lot of business owners are thinking about when they're considering whether or not their business is doing well and they're trying to make that assessment. But the reality is if you are not productive, your business will not be productive. 
And when I say that, I can already hear the pitchforks coming. So let me, let me back up, backpedal just a little bit and say, I don't mean that if you're not working, your business is not working. I do not mean that if you're biz- it, that if you're not hustling, your business won't be successful. That is not what I mean at all. But if you are not productive, your business will not be productive. There's a difference in productive and busy. There's a difference in productive and hustling. There's a predict, there's a difference in productive and working in general, right? We want you to be productive. You do not always need to be working. You should not always be working. That's where productivity comes in. Are you actually sitting down for the amount of hours that you want to be working and getting work done? And I don't just mean getting work done like, oh yeah, I posted on Instagram and I engaged with a bunch of people. And in reality, you spent two hours scrolling Instagram and really didn't get a lot done there, right? What does your productivity really look like at the end of the day? Are you actually getting things done in your business that move the needle and that matter? Because that's what's important. And you shouldn't be spending 24-7 on your business. You shouldn't be working every weekend on your business. You shouldn't be, you know, working all day and then also working nights, right? Not all the time. It's not healthy. So what does that productivity look like for you? Is it good? Is it, you know, in the green? Are you working the amount of hours that you want to work, but also taking sufficient amounts of time away from your business and still getting those things done that are really moving the needle? You really have to consider productivity if you're going to look at whether or not your business is doing well. And what I like to consider here is think about like a factory. That's a business, right? So think about a factory or like a manufacturing plant or something like that, where that's a business and think about how often they are measuring productivity, right? They're looking at their workers. They're looking at their assembly lines. They're looking at the products that they're making or that they're shipping out. And they're looking at how fast all of that is happening, how many, um, you know, products are we shipping in a day or how many of this product are we creating in a day? Or, you know, how is, you know, packaging coming along? Is that fast enough? They're looking at those quotas. They're looking at those margins of error in their productivity. And productivity is not just looking at the people. It's looking at the machines and the systems and the automations that they have in their business to make sure that that factory or that plant is actually profitable. And you as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner are running a business the same way. And too many of us are sitting around going, well, I'm in business for myself. So productivity is 100% just how I'm doing. And I'm either productive or I'm not. And that's not always necessarily the case. You need to be looking at your systems and your automations. What are you actually spending time on? And that's going to give you a really good assessment of whether or not it's time to hire somebody, right? It's not always just, do I have the money to hire? It's, do I actually need to hire somebody? Do I need to outsource something? Am I in a place where I shouldn't be doing this busy work anymore, but it's not something I can just 
put on autopilot. I really need a person looking it over. So it's time to hire somebody. So I'll get down off the productivity soapbox now, but really, really, really just go deep on your productivity and looking at how your business is actually doing in that area. Because if it's not doing well, then you can't claim that your business is, is really successful. It's just not going to say that way for very long. It's not going to be sustainably successful. And that's what we want. We don't want short-term success. We want it for the long-term and productivity is the way that you get it for the long-term. Next up, kind of going back to something I already said, but expanding on it a little bit, what works and what doesn't. So again, looking at those offers that are working and that are not, and what you need to do in that area, but also looking at your, your lead generators. Where are your clients coming from? Where are your customers coming from? Where are your social media followers coming from? Is it, you know, you're getting a lot of traffic from that podcast episode that you were interviewed on, but maybe not so much from blogging? Or is it that you started a YouTube channel and that's actually going really well and getting you a lot of traffic? Those people are turning into clients, but maybe the constant posting on Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Facebook groups, TikTok is not really helping you very much. You have to assess where your people are coming from both as leads and traffic. How are they finding out about you? Where are they following along? What's getting them over to your website or into your funnel? And then who of those people are actually converting and buying from you and becoming customers, right? We need to look at those things in all of those areas. What's working, what's not. What social media platforms are working, what marketing strategies are working, what traffic and lead generators are working and what isn't. And then start digging into where are you losing people in your funnel or what offers are not converting very well? And how do we change all of that? What do you need to try differently? What do you need to stop spending so much time on? What do you need to start spending more time on to actually focus on the things that are getting you traffic, that are getting you leads, that are getting you sales in your business. If you are wasting time trying to push a course or, you know, be on a certain social media platform and it's just not working for you, that is dead weight and it is time to let it go. Right. But too often we're like, oh, I spent so much time making this course or I've spent so much time you know, posting this content on Pinterest or whatever, and we don't want to let it go, even though it's not working for us. And I'm not telling you to just automatically let it go. If you're not seeing results from it, maybe that's an issue where you need to hire somebody to take over and start, you know, really getting you sales and getting you growth and traffic from that platform or, or, or with that course or whatever it is, but maybe it is time to let it go. And only you can decide that that you have to actually be digging into, is this working or is it not? And be willing to let it go if it's time to do that. Next up, this one is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, kind of just goes along with the last one. So I'll keep it short. Where do you need to make cuts and or pivots? 
So again, this is with your offers, your funnels, your social media strategies, but it's also with things like your time and that productivity that we talked about. It's if you have employees and maybe they're not doing so well, do you need to give them some more training or is this person just not a good fit? Where do you need to pivot into uh, hiring somebody or outsourcing somebody or getting a new platform or CRM or system or whatever that's going to help you really automate in your business? Where are those cuts and pivots that need to be made? And sometimes those cuts are in the money too. What subscriptions are not benefiting you anymore? Where are you spending a lot of money and it's just not helping you? Maybe you're buying a lot of courses or you're grabbing a lot of, you know, tripwire offers because you see them on Facebook or Instagram ads or whatever. And you're like, that could really help my business. And then you're buying them and you're never looking at them. And that is $27 that you can't get back. And you're doing that over and over and over again. What about your ads? If you're running ads, I'm, I'm big on organic traffic and organic strategy. I don't run a lot of ads and I don't teach it a lot because I'm not the person to do that. But if you're running ads, are they working? Are they really converting well for you? Do you need to make a pivot there? Do you need to cut those out? What do you need to do? Look at where cuts and pivots need to be made because the truth is too often we're looking at a pivot as, okay, I'm going to pivot into something completely different than what I'm doing now. But the truth is those little tiny pivots, those behind the scenes shifts are the things that really keep a business running and keep it at the forefront of your customers' minds. And the most successful business owners in the world are constantly pivoting and constantly adapting with their market, with their customer base, with their offer, so that they know that they are staying right there at the forefront of their customers' minds. They're staying right, you know, at the, at the top of the market. And they're really being adaptable to what's going on in the world, in the industry, in the market. So that's something you as an entrepreneur have to do as well. So really leaning into where are those cuts, those pivots, those tiny little shifts that need to be made to keep your business profitable, sustainable, and serving your clients really well. The next two are things I think not as many people think about when they're assessing how their business is doing, but I think they're really important. And the first of those is what has your audience been asking for the most? Have you created it yet? Um, Is it something you can give them more of? I love tuning into what our audience is actually asking for. Right now, we are literally starting to run our Females on Fire Summit for the second time. That is something my audience asked for for over two years. And I wish I had given it to them sooner, but I spent too much time saying, oh no, we have the podcast, we have this, we have that. I don't have time to do a summit. And when I really started digging into productivity and digging into my numbers and looking at what's working and what's not, I realized how often we were getting asked to do a summit and that I could produce the time to do it if I really wanted to, and that that was something I needed to do. And now number one, it's a huge hit with you guys. And I know you love it. And so we're going to keep doing it every six months. 
It's also very profitable for my business. It's a great way to build out my network and connect you guys with some really incredible people that I know. So all in all, it's very, very successful for my business, even having only done it once and now doing it for the second time. And so that's just an example of listening to your audience. Maybe they're looking for a certain program, a certain course, a certain lead magnet from you, and you're not giving it to them. Maybe they want very particular Instagram content, or they want to see some certain blog posts or podcast episodes from you. Give in to what your audience is asking for. What are they asking for the most from you? Have you created it yet? Or are you spending time creating things that they're not actually asking for and they don't care about? And this is something that we really teach in the marketing matrix, um, which is not open right now, but I'll tell you guys all about that here in a couple months when it opens back up. Um, but this is something we really teach is validating your offer, validating what you're creating before you even create it and really doing that market research. And I think that is incredibly important to the success of your business. So that's something that you need to be assessing all the time is, am I listening to my audience? What are they telling me? Am I doing the market research and asking the right questions very often to make sure that I'm giving them what they want and making those very timely pivots and shifts in line with what they're needing and what they're asking for. And lastly, review your content that is performing the best. Again, one that I feel like not enough people are doing and they, they don't look at that when they're thinking about, is my business doing well? But it matters a lot because your content is the top of your funnel, whether it's Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, your Facebook group, your podcast, your YouTube channel, your blog, whatever it is, wherever it is that you're producing content, you've got to make sure that that content is doing well. And the fact of the matter is, is some content that you do is going to do well, and some content that you produce is not going to do well. And you need to know what resonates with your audience, what's working for them, what gets them excited to follow you, to go click that link when you post it, to really leave thoughtful comments or likes and, and just keep coming back for more. So you've got to keep looking at that. Look at your analytics, see what's working. Don't forget to keep asking your audience for what they want, doing that market research, but really lean into those, those content pillars that are working and those content ideas that get you the most traffic, that get you the most clicks on your link. What are you getting the most engagement on? Why are people telling you that they're coming to you? What are they coming to you for? Why are they following you? Those are the things that you need to know and you need to review the content that's doing the best because it's going to be a really good indicator of why people are paying attention to you and what they're resonating the most with. So if you've got a certain content pillar that just does really, really well for you, but you don't have any lead magnets or offers or anything other than that content that's within that topic or that area, then you're really leaving money on the table and missing out on what your audience is loving. So can you create a guide or a video series or a challenge or an offer of some kind 
that fits within that content pillar that you can now go offer your audience since they're already loving the free content that you're producing in that area. So definitely something to think about. That's it. Those are my things. That's my checklist that I run through to assess how my business is actually doing. So to recap, you're looking at your goals, revenue goals, launch goals, et cetera. You're really digging into the numbers and everything that that entails, money in, money out, you know, profitability and profit margins, where all the money's going, where it's coming from, all of that stuff. You're looking at your productivity and how that's looking in your business, what's working and what's not in terms of not only sales, but also traffic and lead generators, where to make those cuts or pivots or shifts to keep you know, staying right at the forefront of your audience's mind, what your audience has been asking for. Are you giving it to them? Are you not? Do you have offers for that thing? And then what content is really working and really resonating with your audience? And trust me, if you sit down every month and you're looking at this checklist and you're going through it with a fine tooth comb and really combing over your business and looking at how all of this is playing out, then you're going to have such a deeper understanding, such a better idea of if your business is actually doing well. It is not just a matter of, are you making money? It is not just a matter of, are you gaining followers? These things all really come together. And again, this is something we really dig into very, very deep in the marketing matrix, which is going to come here in a couple of months. And I'll tell you more about it. I'm super excited about that and all the changes that we've made to it. But this is definitely something that you need to be digging into so much and so often. At the very least, once a month, um, and, and definitely sit down and really dig deep into it every quarter. But if you can kind of glance at it every week, that's even better, or every two weeks. Um, but really put this on your calendar to sit down and dig into these things for your business so that you can know for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, that your business is successful and profitable and sustainable in the long term. So I hope this helped you. Like I said, I was going to drop it at the end of 2021 and kind of do it as a reflection of the year, but I think it's even more valuable to you now because it's a nice reminder that you shouldn't just be looking at this at the end of the year. It is something that you should be combing over frequently and, and constantly as you run your business and as you try to build a more successful business. So I really hope that it helped you. If you're not already looking into these things, you should be. If you're not already goal planning, revenue planning, launch planning, content planning, all those things, you absolutely should be. Go check out those other episodes of the podcast where I've really uh, given you lots of valuable tips and information in that area. And don't forget to tune in next week as we continue on with some really amazing episodes. If you haven't already, make sure you go grab your free ticket to the Females on Fire Summit, which is coming up really soon um, and is going to be just absolutely invaluable to you in growing your business and really seeing success with it in 2022. So go grab your free ticket over at femalesonfiresummit.com. Until next time, don't forget, it only takes one spark of an idea 
to turn into a wildfire of success. Happy Friday, you guys. That's it for this time. Don't forget to head over to the show notes at femalesonfirepodcast.com to grab bonus content from our guests, support the show, or grab your Females on Fire swag. If you loved this episode, give us a quick shout out on Instagram by tagging at Females on Fire. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode to keep you fired up for those big dreams.